Hi, this is Julie. This is Liz. This is Sheila. This is Monica. This is Leanne. We are the Satellite Sisters. You are listening to Satellite Sisters To Go. We are the Satellite Sisters. Welcome to the show. It is July 10th, a beautiful July day here. This is Liz Dolan. I'm in Bend, Oregon, where it could not be more delightful. I've been on vacation all week. Sheila Dolan, you're in Pasadena, California. What's going on there? Oh, it's cooled off a lot here, Liz. It's really, really nice. It was hot last week in Pasadena. It's my first summer in Pasadena, but the weather's much better this week. And Julie, Julie Dolan, Dallas, Texas, you always win the heat contest. So, uh, yes, yes indeed. <laughs> yes, indeed. We're, we're having more of the same here. So that's it. But sisters, you know, I have to say this weekend here at the, um, here in Dallas, you know, I man the first lady's desk. Um, I just have to mark the passing of, um, form, our former first lady, Betty Ford, who died at the age of 93. And there have been so many nice tributes over the weekend to her and to her life and to the contributions that she's made. And it just really, it got me thinking because she had kind of an unusual background. You know, she started, um, training as a dancer in New York or, or a model. And then, you know, through a set of circumstances, that she could never, ever possibly have envisioned or hoped for, she ended up as First Lady of the United States. It is know? pretty amazing. I had forgotten that about her, too, that she had been a dancer, and I noticed that in an obituary, and I was like, huh, that is an interesting life journey. Yeah, so, you know, here it was that she, you know, she was a dancer. She was married once before. She married this nice Gerald Ford. She thought she was just going to be a congresswoman's, you know, uh, uh, wife. And and then through a set of circumstances, lo and behold, she's in the White House. And how about this? Two months after she arrives in the White House, okay, under this set of circumstances, which she didn't predict, she finds out she has breast cancer, right? Wow. Yeah. And then she has to have the mastectomy. But I think one of certainly one of her, you know, lasting contributions is here was a very public figure and she talked very openly about having breast cancer and about, you know, treating breast cancer and and guarding against it and she really she was so modern that way and really helped women of America, you know, I think about cancer very differently. Isn't that right? She's yes. always been kind of a maverick, Julie, in all, all of her pursuits and her personal life. And she's, she's, she was really a great, a great lady. Right. And certainly the other major contribution that she has made is through the Betty Ford Center. And again, talking openly about addiction and in particular about the issues of addiction for women. And that's one of the reasons that she first started the Betty Ford Center was that she wanted a treatment center. Initially, I guess that's how it was formed. or That's what I've been reading was because it was for the special needs of women. Um, who were, were suffering from alcohol and drug addiction. And so, again, a very unlikely character to end up with, you know, really spearheading two major social issues um, here in the United States. That And, you know, she, she made such a contribution, and, uh, and she is to be thanked for that, and, uh, and she is a great example of what you can do as a first lady. Yeah, also I noticed in uh, one of the news reports they 
they remarked how vigorously she campaigned for the Equal Rights Amendment. And I thought, I, I thought, wow, remember the Equal Rights Amendment? That would have been such a good idea. The doomed Equal Rights Amendment. Yeah, she, she was right. She was a maverick. Yeah. I mean, she, she was out campaigning for that. She was making phone calls. She was pro-choice. She was pro-gun control, which was right. very popular uh, with her party. I mean, she was, you know, somewhat flamboyant, but she decided to be her own person in the White House. And because of that, she really was able to make some major contributions that we've all been able to benefit from. And she's helped so many people in her life, in her life. It's just, it's amazing. So I'm glad you, you make note of that, Julie. Thanks. Yes. For that well, that's my job. Yes. Yes. So, um, well, you know, another major she- milestone for women in the United States this weekend was the women's world cup game in Germany today. As we record this, it's Sunday night. Uh, so you may not be hearing this until a couple of days later, but there was this amazing come from the behind, come from behind victory, the U.S. women over the Brazilian women today. I saw the highlights on ESPN. I can't believe I forgot to watch it. I just oh, Liz, Liz. I mean, I was thinking of you the whole time because I know you were very involved when the Women's World Cup was here in the United States, um, and. I mean, it was a spectacular and also incredibly emotional game because it it zigzagged back and forth um, between Brazil and the United States. There were all kinds of, you know, crazy calls. And then this spectacular goal in the last minute of play to, you know, to send it, you know, to tie Brazil and send it into the penalty kick round. I mean, it was just amazing. It was an amazing uh, match. And this, uh, the players after the, afterwards and the coach, they really couldn't even speak. Liz. They, I mean, they were just, they didn't have any words to describe what they had gone through for the last two and a half hours. I mean, they were left speechless by this incredible game and just their desire to win, and you know, and then this spectacular goal at the end. So it was, it was a great match. Yeah, you know, it's funny. I'm, I'm here in Bend, Oregon, and our brother Dick lives here, and he showed up at my little bungalow at about eleven o'clock this morning. He's like, "Oh my God, did you see the game?" I was like, "Oh, the game! I knew there was something I meant to do this morning." And he said, "You know, our brother is a sports fan, but let's just say." hasn't always had the greatest things to say about women's sports. Some of our previous endeavors have met with skepticism <laughs> uh, on our brother's part. But he said, he said, I think that was the best soccer game I have ever seen in my entire life. So, okay. I mean, it was, it was an incredibly gripping, emotional game. So, so uh, hats, hats, off, hats to off to the U.S. women. They play France on Wednesday. And uh, they could really go all the way now that Germany is out of it and Brazil is out of it. So one it, game at a time, Liz. One game at a time. That's the, they got to get focused, Liz. That's but it uh, is they the, want to win. It they is want- the actual anniversary to the day that Leon and I were both sitting in the Rose Bowl for the 1999 game when the American women won the World Cup on penalty kicks. That that amazing game. So it's just it's so good for that. Okay. Well, right. Of course, of course. Liz, just one more thing. I know you were on vacation, but that's exactly what they showed after the game, the match in uh, Germany today. They showed. The the replay of the Pasadena. Oh, all right. <laughs> yes, so it was all there, Liz. Yes, indeed. Uh, but you know, you can watch the replays, and I'm sure you're not going to miss for the rest of the week. Yes. All right. All right. So, Sheila, what have you been up to in Pasadena? Well, it's some, some, some 
summertime, and I am off for the summer. So I, I really, I've really been enjoying myself, uh, <laughs> and and I really haven't been doing that much, which is so enjoyable for me uh, to have absolutely no alarm clock, no schedule. Uh, I, I sort of, I, I, I've been involved in some summertime trends, though. Oh, really? uh, that I involved in trends. What does that mean? <laughs> I Meaning, are you partaking in these trends? Or I am. I, I want to talk about some easy trends that anybody can do. Oh. Um, first of all, uh, stripes. Stripes are very big this summer. Oh, really? Uh, so oh. I have um, I have a new striped purse. Liz, you've seen it. I have. Okay. Um, oh. I think you saw it on Father's Day. Oh, oh yes, yes. Nice. It's right. a rainbow stripe. Rainbow stripe purse. Oh, okay. Uh, that sounds very summery, uh, Sheila. And super, trendy. It's super summery. Um, then I want to tell you about a new T-shirt that I bought <laughs> that I'm very excited about. This um, is a lot of breaking news. Okay. Yeah, this is, this is summertime. <laughs> this is summertime at Satellite Sisters. Okay, let's hear about the new Now, have you been you to the updated Ann Taylor? I mean, seriously, this place is great. Have you been there recently? No. No, Sheila. But I, I mean, I take your fashion advice. So, Julie, Julie, be on at these are your kinds of clothes, Julie. Really? Uh, sort of fun, flirty, but bare, but on a conservative bent. Now, they have a nice boat neck um, sleeveless tee for the summer. Blue and white stripes, but thin stripes, Jewel. Ooh, ooh. Now, ooh. here's the thing. It's a long T-shirt with spandex and has a little bow down at the bottom. Okay. Extremely All right. flattering. Okay. Okay. I, okay. But if you, what you, it does is it covers your butt, basically. So you wear it. You can wear it with white jeans. You can wear it. With a black skirt. I wear it every day, basically. I'm wearing it now. I'm wearing <laughs> So where exactly is this bow, Sheila? That's what I can't envision. It's not a bow. It's like a tie, Julie, and it's way down at the bottom. There's sort of a spandex. It's very stretchy. Um, a bodice. But then it's got plenty of give because it's, it's spandex and cotton. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Well, Sheila, um, I think I'm going to have to rush right out to Ann Taylor and, and check this out. That's for sure. And it's 40% off any purchase almost any day at Ann Taylor. So I say go. Just check it out. Uh, <laughs> okay. That's a good summer trend. Ann Taylor, striped stripe boat neck shirts. Okay. Also, Julie, I know you probably uh, you were watching Kate Middleton's visit to Los Angeles. You saw she wore the nude nude pumps almost every day. Well, you know they elongate your legs, Sheila. I read that in Style magazine, right? Isn't okay, that well, I, I will not be t taking part in that trend. Uh, why is, why is that? Why are you not? Because I can't wear pumps and I have nowhere to wear them. So, <laughs> But I do have a nude, uh, a very nice nude leather flip-flop from Banana Republic. Oh. I want to plug um, with a big leather flower in the front, Julie, which mm. and I, what I did was I crazy glued the leaves of the flower together to hide my bunion. It's, nice, it's right. remarkable. I, I Sheila, it was ingenious. I, I Sheila, there are bunion people people all over America that could go for these flip flops. I think you could make a cottage industry there just you and your glue gun and get some more of these flip-flops right i, I just Customize. I, I just want my feet to be free but i cannot walk around in flip-flops with my bunions so uh, this is the perfect <laughs> shoe for me 
Okay. I, right. I'm almost interested to see a photo of this, but then I realized that a photo of anyone's foot is not going to be that attractive to look at. So I'll just picture it, and it sounds good. Another summertime trend that I have partaken in is the uh, blue nail polish. Oh. So I did blue toes. Blue toes. Leon said that uh, Bobby Brown thinks blue is the biggest nail color right now. So I went for it. So Liz, want to recommend blue? Okay. All right. I could do that. As long as it's my toes, not my fingers. I don't put dark color on my fingers because it makes my fingers look even stumpier than they already are. That's my policy. <laughs> That's some breaking news, Liz. Thank you very much. Okay. Well, I think all the Dolan girls, except for Leanne, have to stay away from dark nail polish on our nails. Yes. Yes. I- I'm certainly in that category, Sheila. Mm-hmm. All right. So, blues, that sounds kind of summery, beachy to have blue nails, I guess. Wow. You have been busy, Sheila. What else? Eh. Oh, hello? Annabelle? Oh, hang on. Oh, we uh, uh, well, well, that's that. Oh. Hey, hang on, Sheila. Can you, Sheila? You're kind of cutting in and out. Can he? Can you hear me? Okay. Yeah, I think we lost each other a minute. Okay. Okay. Are you okay? Because we don't want to lose any of these summer trends, <laughs> Sheila. I can I hear really, you. I'm I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yes. We can hear you. So I'm, I'm really on the edge of my seat. Okay. I just, you know, the blue nails. What else? Sheila. Uh, new choose stripes. And then I got a really nice short summertime do. And um, I went sort of extra blonde this summer. And oh. I've been getting tons of compliments. Okay. I got, I got a super short summertime do too last week. I forgot to mention that. I went for the pixie haircut. You did? Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. okay so we, bo- we both did. Yeah. I actually, I walked into my hairdressers. This is right before I left on vacation. Uh, with three photos of haircuts that I wanted some combo of. And it was it was Dame Judy Dench. Okay. <laughs> She's got a cute haircut. Yes. Natalie Natalie Portman had the cute short haircut and Halle Berry. So I said to my oh, hairdresser, wow. look like all three of those women too. Liz. Yeah. I said, if I could just look like a combination of these three women, I would be happy. And I'm extremely happy with the results. Liz, that's excellent. Well, I, I don't think I went as short as you, but I've, I've received a lot of compliments, surprisingly from men, oh, men wow. who like short hair. I, who, who knew? That's a small number of men. Well, let me go just say, strangers or men, strange men are coming up to you and saying, I like your hair short. Is that uh, Okay, what well, I happen to be, okay, I'll tell you, summertime trend. Um, I have no curfew, so I decided to take myself out the other night, and I went to the Moth Story Hour in Santa Monica. Oh, that it's, is really fun. And I have performed at the Moth, so I'm no stranger. But, you know, I mean, I, I went by myself, though. That was brave, right? You have to explain what the Moth is, Sheila, to people that aren't familiar with it. Well, the Moth is um, a well-known storytelling slam. So what it does is you meet at, um, at a bar or a club, and um, storytellers uh, put their name in a bag at the beginning of the evening, and they pull out ten names and there's a theme. So the, the theme this week uh, for the moth in Santa Monica was uh, the business. So they were all stories about show business. Mm-hmm. But there, there's no reserved seating, and it's always jammed. Um, so I went super, super early, like, all, like a Dolan would, <laughs> and, and started lining up 
for the story slam an hour before the show. And I brought my dinner. I had my little blankie. I, <laughs> I, I sat on the sidewalk with all the other 25 year olds. Okay. Good for you, Sheila. That's right. You're part of a movement. All right. And I had my, my Ann Taylor striped t-shirt on and my new skinny white jeans. Skinny white jeans. And did you have your bunion flip flops, your camouflage camo? Camo flip-flops. I had the camo and my new short hair. And I got to talking to a couple kids in line. Um, we ended up sitting together. One was a stand-up comic. He was very funny. His name was David. Um, and we were talking about, oh, we were talking about everything, online dating. And I said, well, I never put a picture up um, when I do online dating. He said, that's stupid. You're so pretty. He said, I said, yeah, but I just got my hair cut. He goes, your hair cut is fantastic. And the guy... Was he a hairdresser, Sheila? <laughs> no, it's a very few people could get away with that haircut, he said. And then the girl next to me, 25-year-old girl, said, I love your hair. I think it's fantastic. <laughs> hey, exactly. take it where you can get it. Total strangers at a Making story slam. Compliment. That's good. That's Okay, so that that was fun, and uh, no, did you, you know, tell? Were you there to tell a story? Did you put your name in the hat, or you just oh, no. you just wanted to listen? I just wanted to listen and go out and uh, meet some meet some people, Liz, and and be free. You know, just be free uh, to go out and stay out to all hours. I think I stayed up to about eleven thirty that night. Sheila, you're really that's good, but you need to do that, right? I mean, you work you work very hard all year. I need I need it's that. Very stressful for you the teaching and and you need to recharge your batteries so that you can be energetic and enthusiastic and imaginative next year, right? For your thank assistance. you, Julie. Thank you for understanding. Hey, you know, now that I have all this time, I can catch up on my celebrities, and I don't think we've uh, we've talked about. The uh, quickie wedding of uh, Daniel Craig and Rachel Levis. I was shocked. I like it's not that I follow celebrity news that closely, but I had no idea they were even a couple. Was that well known? No, no, Liz. And I, I just want to say to to people, I want to I I want to toot my horn a little bit because I have been singing Daniel Craig's praises. Way, way before anybody else. I feel like mm-hmm. Road to Perdition. Um, I saw him in a little, a little movie called The Mother, which was about a very inappropriate relationship between a young guy and an older woman. I mean, a woman. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think, as I recall, the first time you talked about Daniel Craig on Satellite Sisters, it might have been specifically related to his bathing suit in the first James Bond movie. <laughs> All right. <laughs> But okay, Liz. But I've been following his career before he was James Bond, mm-hmm. appreciating as an actor, as an English. Yes, actor. yes, Sheila. The I, Liz, I stand by Sheila on this one. Yes, entertaining Sheila had spotted him early as a very talented actor before In Munich. I mean, all sorts of movies, Layer Cake, a very violent movie. I stood beside him, and I, 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 I stayed with him. And now, what I feel is he's turned from, like, Daniel Craig, you know, mysterious English actor, to James Bond. He's turning more into James Bond in his real life than I want him to. Mm. I mean, too many covert whisk- operations, you think? Covert, whisking off and marrying Rachel Weisz, who was, we know, engaged 
forever to Darren Aronofsky, the famous director. I mean, when did that happen? I was just very happy she was no longer with Darren Aronofsky. Who, after I saw The Black Swan, I thought, he must really be weird. So good He's for her. I, I, I agree. I agree. But apparently only four people were present at, at that ceremony, Julie. Oh, uh, okay. And so, yes, he's, it's covert. It's, it's, he's, he really, he's too rich is what he is. He's made too much money. Yeah. <laughs> and but, but at, uh, least, so, at least they weren't just a flashy celebrity couple flashing around the world. I kind of like when people keep their private life private. Okay, well, if you want to know, um, if you want to dig into Daniel, he, he's, he comes clean in this month's Esquire. So I bought it uh, just because he's on the cover, and darn, he's still really good looking. I yeah. mean, wow. Um, so he's wearing jeans and an untucked shirt and a sort of cashmere sweater, uh, brown shoes, and he has a scotch on the rocks. Mm-hmm. So he's, he's 007, Julie. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right, Sheila. Well, I mean... I mean, I, I know, isn't that the method form of acting, Sheila, where you really have to get um, engaged with your character? Maybe he's just preparing for an upcoming role or something. All right, so no. I'm going to keep you posted on that. Uh, they may but, uh, have... Do I sense, Sheila, that you feel somewhat betrayed by... A little uh, bit. Yes, that he did A didn't... little bit, because he had literally an unknown girlfriend before this. Rachel Vies, oh. uh, or otherwise known as Rachel Wise. <laughs> <laughs> Um, quite well known. So uh, I mean, they could have a love child. I, we don't know. Mm-hmm. So okay. I will. I will stay on this. All right. All right. That's good. We Check appreciate sources, that, Sheila. That's a good. That's a good thing. Um, what, else, and- what else is going on? It's in Summerland over there, <laughs> Sheila. Anything else? Well, I've been I've been hitting my uh, regular Pete's uh, coffee every day. I sort of go there to ground me. Um, I like. <laughs> I like going Part of your morning routine. Oh, it's late afternoon before I leave the house. I have, <laughs> I, I have no morning routine. I watch TV in the morning now. <laughs> oh, how was how was your three pronged um, health plan going? You talked about it last week. I uh, I'm not sure I, I can recall exactly what all three prongs were, but how 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 are the prongs going? That, not good. Uh, oh. The thing is that I was making some progress on. Um, Basically, it was uh, diet and exercise, uh, smaller portions, oh. fresh, low-calorie food. Yes, it's very, that was really revolutionary, yes. And um, uh, weight training and uh, metabolism boosting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so I'm still doing the metabolism boosting. Which is uh, what? But I have lost complete control of my portions and my low-calorie count. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So, but, but what's weird is I'm buying things that I've never bought before. I remember I said, I'm not going to snack. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, yes. I'm not buying crackers, but last night for some inexplicable reason, I bought a bag of croutons. <laughs> <laughs> that is inexplicable, Sheila. And then, and, are you having those as a snack? I'm, 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 I'm dipping them. I'm finding little dips for the croutons. <laughs> I, 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 What? I, I've, I've never liked croutons, so clearly I'm still struggling um, with the food portion of this um, food plan. Yeah. <laughs> but tonight I made a lovely salmon, a, a new steamed salmon, um, and I made just some sautéed greens, 
and you know, I was really happy. Now, if you can make it through the night without, without going out, dipping, without dipping your croutons, <laughs> without in dip. Oh, the croutons are gone. I wet them down and put them in the garbage. <laughs> <laughs> you wet them down. Oh, just you have to. Because then you can't fish them out of the garbage. Yeah, everybody knows that, Julie. Julie. Normally, Sheila pours salt all over them. Or or coffee grounds or something. Okay, but something is working because, you know, to tell you the truth, I've gotten some nice, you know, glances at Pete's from from guys. When I show up with that that T-shirt, man, you never know what's going to happen. So the other morning, okay, for uh, two times now, this summer, Men have bought me a cup of coffee. No. Uh, How many yes. times? Okay, well, twice. Twice. Now, okay. that's huge. Cool. That's huge. No, listen to uh, the first time the guy had to buy me a cup because he needed a minimum for his debit card. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's very gallant then. Nice. So oh. he looked at me. He said, "What do you want?" I mean, <laughs> okay. I, I said, "Oh." Thank you very much. I tried to turn it into a compliment. Oh, thank you. <laughs> and then he turned to the guy and said, did I meet the minimum yet? Okay. All right. But the second time, the gentleman said, I'll buy whatever she's, I'll, I'll pay for whatever she's getting. Whoa. Nice. Sheila, that seems like that's a definite flirtation there. <laughs> Was it there is. a follow-up conversation? You know, he wasn't, no. He, he just... He was a good older gentleman, and um, he he looked busy. He was just sort of, I guess he just did it to be really nice. That's nice. And uh, so that's all, you know, just a nice little thing. Um, so so now you're showing up every day in the boat neck striped shirt. And every the day. Skinny, and we're skinny white jeans <laughs> and, uh, and your um, camo flip-flops. Okay. Right. I, and, and the short haircut. And you can go through wet or dry with the short haircut, right, Liz? Oh, yes, that's true. That is one of the benefits. You really don't have to style if you don't want to, Julie. Okay. All right. Well, I, I will keep it under consideration. So, so Julie, what else is going on in your life? Don't you don't don't you have a birthday coming up this week? Yes, I do, Liz. You, you know, super, and I you and get Liz, a super early I have... surprise birthday card for me. Yes, a surprise birthday card is exactly right because number one. It arrived a one full week before my birthday. So that was wow. a huge surprise, yeah, yeah. which is, you know, really not Liz's style. Liz provide, does great gifts, but they're yes. always like in FedEx boxes arriving at the, you know, at the yeah. 11th hour. But one week, maybe, maybe even nine days before my birthday, very cute little card arrived, big card arrives in the mail. And the fact that you mailed the card. I mean, uh, that, it's a miracle, what? isn't it? I just, yeah. It was, it was right the day before I was leaving for Oregon. You know, you're sort of rushing around at home, trying to like pay your bills, do your laundry, get all these things done that have been sitting on your dining room table for weeks. And I bought that birthday card weeks ago because it looked exactly like your dog, Ajax, who's no longer Aww. with us. And so right. I bought it, but I, 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 even I did not think I would ever really getting around, get around to mailing it. But I just got caught up in a frenzy of productivity, and so it actually got in the mail. I know. She mailed it to me, signed it, signed it, Sheila. And it's this adorable card. It looks like my first dog, which was an Airedale Terrier. 
it looks like with an Airedale Terrier who's wearing headphones. Oh, it's so cute. So Liz, yes, that uh, that really kicked off my birthday season here. So that that was good. I've been having my birthday is not until the middle of this week, but I've been having a lot of early birthday festivities because International Business Husband left on an international business trip today. So we did some celebrating over the weekend, oh, which was very nice. Very nice. And so I also, so I opened a couple of the presents that have arrived a little early because we were having this early birthday celebration. So my mother and father-in-law are very diligent every year about sending me a present, a card and a present. It's always on time. It's always wrapped. It's, you know, it's, you know, they mail it, it's there. So I decided, well, I'm going to open their present this year. So I, you know, so I opened it up. And um, it was, it is uh, a lovely green pashmina shawl. Lovely. Oh, nice. it's, just, it's very, very lovely. And the reason I know that it's so lovely is because I gave it to my mother-in-law. <laughs> Are you kidding? Three years ago. I gave it to her. I gave it to her. Oh, it's lovely. That, it has not been used. That is classic. Oh, okay. Now, Someone once gave me a present that I had given her. I couldn't believe it that she didn't remember. Yeah, well, that I, well, I was just surprised. Well, that's that's why I wanted to ask your advice, sisters. Oh. So I'm, you know, I certainly this is not the time. And you know, my my uh, in laws are of the age where I, I just don't feel like I can't imagine any situation where I would mention that. The gift that they gave me was the same one I gave my mother-in-law three years ago. No, I, I just, you gotta, I just to- don't totally let it go. Let it go. You just you gotta you gotta yeah, let it yeah, go. Yeah. I mean, they they. I I suspect what happened was you know like uh, that you know they forgot that my you know oh it's the middle of July oh it's Julie's birthday they were looking around the house they needed to get a gift. gift I mean, day. first of all, green is not your color, Julie. No, this is a lovely green, Sheila. It's oh, a very, okay. It's, I actually look pretty good with s- certain shades of green. Now, Sheila, here is the other backstory with this. Because when yeah. I bought this pa- pashmina shawl for my mother-in-law, they were they were on sale at Nordstrom's. I mean, they were. Really, oh no! They, it was it was there was a rainbow of pashmina sh- shawls, all different colors, and there were t- and there were two green ones that were on sale. One was like. A pale green, and one was kind of a, a lovely spring green. But the, the the price the price was really good, and so I decided that I would buy one to give one to my mother in law, and I would keep the other one because it was so pretty, right? And the price right. was so good, so that's what I did. So that's why when the the green shawl arrived back at my house, I was able to positively, with DNA analysis, identify this as the shawl because I could match up the tags of the two pashminas right there. There they were. Uh-huh. I know. So that there was no... Too bad she didn't give you your original gift receipt. <laughs> I know, I know. I could have, I could, but, but the thing is, see, what's gnawing at me is because I felt like three years ago, I felt a little selfish in the moment, meaning that I kept what I considered was the nicer of the two shawls. I mean, they're That's both very pretty. Funny. 
And but see now it has come back to haunt me because it's karma. It's karma. And now right. you see, don't you think it is? It is here. It is. You know, I if I had given, I, I'm just wondering tonight if I had given my mother-in-law the prettier of the two green shawls. Do you think she would have worn it, or do you think I still would have gotten it back as a birthday present three years it's, later? It's just ironic. It really is. Yeah, there it is. There, there you have it. So um, I, I have a couple of green shawls. So if anyone, when you're visiting, if you're the least bit chilly, please <laughs> because I, I got some pashminas. So yeah, well there you have it. That was uh, that was my birthday surprise. So. Um, but I am going to, you know, I'm, I'm going to talk to my in-laws on my birthday, and I'm going to thank them very much. It was very nice of them to send me a gift. So that is. Oh, nice. You're not so, tempted at all to kind of say, by the way, where'd you get that? Don't even know. <laughs> no. No, no, you can't. Sheila. I mean, I, I you know. There's it's no like, point uh, in humiliate them, humiliating them. No, no. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I you just have to take the high road. You don't you don't want to think that like she deliberately hated that green shawl for three years and has just been thinking of a way to get rid of it. So I'm not going there. I'm not thinking that. No, no, let's that not think not, that. That's not what's on my mind tonight. No, no, I'm just going to stay in the upper loop. Was they were thinking positive thoughts about their daughter-in-law and wanted to commemorate her upcoming birthday. And uh, wanted to share a lovely gift that they thought right. I would. Right. That's right. that's. Don't you think? Right. My, my new po- my new policy on stuff like that, like when mom and dad, who are also in their eighties, do things. I think. Well, you know, I'm probably going to do that when I'm their age too. So it's just like that's it. You just have to be philosophical about it. Yes. Yes. So there, there you have it. So that is, um, that's it. But Sheila, you know, still time to get your email. I know, email, there's still time to email. get my email in. Yes, yes, because you have at least a couple of days. Now, now, now that I know your busy summer schedule, though, you know, I, I, I don't, I don't want to pressure you. Okay, have, Jewel. Okay. That means I'd have to get up before noon, but okay. All right. <laughs> All right. All right, well, let me, jump in. Let, let me jump in with a few you do, Speaking of no fresh, what are you doing on your summer vacation in Bend? It's been really great, and it's been surprisingly busy up here. For instance, last night in the backyard of my little bungalow here in downtown Bend, we had a rock concert. Yes, we did. We had uh, the band The Catch. You know our nephew, Leo, who just graduated from the eighth grade. He has a rock band with with three other kids, and they call themselves The Catch. That's a good title. I like that. That is a good name for a band. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. all agreed that was a good name. And, um, and you know, they don't get that many gigs. They're eighth graders, but they're, but, but they're pretty good. So, so my brother and our, our brother and I, we organized a little backyard party. They invited all of their friends, and the bands, the load-in was yesterday afternoon. They pulled up in Dick's pickup truck and, you know, they set up their amps and the drum set and all the guitars and the bass. And the scheduling was a little bit tricky because there's a big music festival going on in Bend right now. There's a lot of amplified music around town. So I had to kind of look in the paper and see, oh, my God, this band is playing at 6 o'clock. And then Alison Krauss 
was playing at 8.30 at the big amphitheater in town. So we went for a 7 p.m. time slot in between the two other very loud concerts that we figured we would be able to hear from the backyard. And, uh, and they, they were great. And there were probably, I don't know, 50 people here. It was a wow. It was, okay, Liz, yeah. that's a party. It was a good group in the backyard. And Dick, you know, our brother Dick has his own cows. So he has a lot of beef. And so he's always happy. Any event where he can feed people a lot of beef, it just makes him very happy. So we had, uh, we had the sliders and we had some sausages because he also has his own pigs. And uh, so Dick was manning the grill. Susan, Dick's wife, and I were sort of doing all of the people were bringing salads and desserts. And the band played at, uh, it was like 7.30 by the time uh, the catch um, uh, started up. Did they have a warm-up band or anything? They do, they do okay. not have a warm-up band. We didn't. Okay. We thought about even playing some music in advance, but it just didn't seem necessary. Really, we just wanted to hear the band. So they played, and they are really good. And Leo, our nephew, is lead singer and lead guitar, and he just really enjoys performing. And you know, he loves Green Day and Social Distortion and the Vines and the White Stripes. It's all that kind of stuff. And they did a bang-up job. So bang up that about 10 songs into their set, the police actually showed up. <laughs> oh. oh, yeah, that's exciting, Liz. They, and, and what did uh, what did the officers have to say? The police showed up to shut it down uh, because they said a neighbor had called to complain about the, the noise. And the neighbor's uh, complaint was, tell them to either start playing country western or shut it down. <laughs> so but by then. As I say, there were 10 songs into their set, and they really only know 10 songs. So it was just a perfect dramatic ending to (laughs) to their performance. Because it was like they had a big final number, the police rolled in, you know, there was some negotiation on the front lawn. Don't worry, officer, we're good, we're good. And, like, what 14-year-old boy does not want their concert shut down by the police? That that is an excellent story that he can have. That is rock and roll. Uh Yeah. And we also, it was also handy to find out that it's very easy to get a permit. All you have to do is call BPD, and for free, they will give you an amplified music permit as long as they know what you're doing and when you're doing it. And the fine, if you don't get one, is usually 600 bucks, which is pretty Ooh. steep. Yeah. But, they, but they did not find us. So that was a big event. Uh, that was really good. And the, there was a loadout this afternoon. It was a... That the band sort of came back in later, late this afternoon to collect their stuff. So, uh, sure, was- a lot like Sheila, band yeah. members and and teachers don't get up really early right. during summer. Right. So, no, yeah. we do not, Julie. Mm-hmm. Rockers are not out getting stuff done before noon, even if they are fourteen. Uh, so. Well, I just love the neighbors' comment that to play country music or. <laughs> Or shut it down. I mean, they're kidding, right? It's that kind of town. Uh, you know, uh, just it's, it was fine. It just could not have been more dramatic. A good time was had by all. Uh, the, the, the beef was delicious. The music was good. Parents and children alike partaking in the music. And uh, so it was a very nice family event. So that was that was pretty much the highlight of my vacation so far, I got to say. And then, then the last thing I'll mention is a... A business trend, a potential franchise opportunity that I've noticed here in Bend, Oregon, that if you live in certain kinds of towns, you might want to know about this thing that comes by my bungalow 
about four times a day called the Cycle Pub. And uh, what the Cycle Pub is, if you can imagine, like, it's sort of like an old-fashioned Surrey in a way, but there's a bar up the middle of it, and there's a row of bar stools on each side, so you're facing into the middle. And in front of each person on the bar stool, there is a beer tap. And in front of this whole operation is an actual driver who is steering, but everyone on the bar stools is also cycling. So it is a. Oh, it is a. That sounds bad. I think we gotta we gotta get a picture of this. I, I will I will post one on the blog. It's okay. called a cycle pub, and so it's perfect if you live in a town like Bend, Oregon, or say Boulder, Colorado, where the two main activities are exercise and micro brew drinking. This is the perfect franchise opportunity for you, because this is essentially people who are burning off their beer even as they drink it. And it's, oh. it's very are safe. You, are, you allowed to, are you allowed to drink and ride a bicycle? I mean, that's not, that's not against the law. I they're, mean, it's not. The key, Julie, it's not, the beauty part is they're not steering. They're really just sitting and cycling. So apparently this is legal. It's not like uh, they're responsible for piloting the craft. They have, <laughs> they have a pilot in the front. It's they have like, a designated driver yes, who, yes. Uh, who and, supposedly is sober. Okay. All yes. right. And uh, so they cycle around town, which, of course, is fun. Uh, but in the evenings, it's sort of a pub crawl. So they cycle up to one of the many microbreweries here. Apparently, they dismount, they go in, and they have a beer. And then they come back, get back on the cycle pub, and cycle to the next <laughs> pub. So, <laughs> wow. I'm just, I'm just putting it out there. I think that it's a niche opportunity but could be very powerful in certain kinds of towns. Do you see maybe Santa Monica? I mean, you've it's, got the weather for it. Yep, uh, yep. You know, we don't have the microbrew culture, though. You know, yeah. it really you have to have you have to be a serious beer town. I think it's not just a party barge. This is like serious cyclists <laughs> who are. Well, serious. it could be a party barge, though. It seems like it. You know, if once you're if you're just pedaling, you could just. I, th- you know. I think most people, though, unless you were serious about the cycling part of it, you'd give up after like the first ten minutes, right? Then, if nobody is cycling, you're not going anywhere. Uh, okay. Well, I think there are two things I'd like to see on the blog that I, can, I really still can't completely envision. One is this cycle pub thing, okay. and the other is the striped boat neck shirt <laughs> with the tie with the bow at the bottom. If you if you okay. both. But post pictures of that. All right, Julie. I just don't understand the mechanics of either one of these two. <laughs> okay. Trends. confuse you, Jewel. Okay. okay. Thank you. Thank All you. right. And w- one last bend um, news bulletin, and then we'll go. There was a little bit of street crime in front of my home a couple nights ago. I uh, I left my car window open, and yeah. I I had a number of quasi valuables in there. Not many, but, you know, just things that were in the back of my car. Uh, None of it was taken except for a case of dog food. So somebody somebody came by during the night and just must have noticed my window was open, looked inside the car, thought, huh, look at this, case of pedigree right here. I think I'll, I'll just make off with that. But that's incredible. So they, now, Liz, when you were getting busted for the band, uh, <laughs> did you mention to the officer that you had been robbed the night before? I, I did not because I really, 
I felt like, as our brother Dick said to me, it was a crime of opportunity. It was, I left the window open. It's not like someone was scouring the neighborhood for a case of dog food and, you know, they found mine. <laughs> I think it was more, they maybe happened to be cycling by, would be my guess. And they just saw the open window. They saw the case of pedigree. And they're like, okay, well, we're just going to Do you think us. it's the people on the brew pub that they were so <laughs> drunk that they thought, mm, let's have some dog food to go with our microbeer? You know, it's, it's one of the working theories, Julie. Uh, oh, it is. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. You know, okay. another theory is it could have been like a bear fall, I know. I mean, I, there are animals wandering around this town. Maybe it was uh, some other kind of animal. Leon's theory was that it was uh, some cats ganging up and doing it. Um, <laughs> I, I'm finding it hard, hard to imagine cats making off with the whole case. Maybe one cat at a time rolling one can at a time down the road. That's possible. But uh, anyway, so that's, that was really... Roll the, those windows up, Liz. Yeah, yeah. That, if that's the worst thing that happens all week, I can, I can handle one dog food heist. And uh, the rest of it is just got a few more days of vacation. And then I, I'm driving home to California. I'm actually coming home a few days early because of dun-dun-dun-dun, Carmageddon, which I'm sure everyone has heard about, right? Julie, do you know what Carmageddon is? No, I don't know what that is. Sheila, no. have you heard about Carmageddon? You mean the 405 closing? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, that, Julie, that's you are, serious. They're going to close the 405? <laughs> yes. 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 For two well, days. For two, two days, two complete days, from Friday midnight until Sunday midnight of this week, the 405. If you don't live in Southern California, I'm sure there's an equivalent near you of like the major thoroughfare, like the artery that runs through your city where everyone is on it all the time. I mean, the 405 is six or seven lanes in each direction, and it That's is. Com- Totally jammed, twenty four hours a day. Mm-hmm. It's the ma- it's one of the major north south you know routes in Los Angeles. Right. Yeah. Right. It sort of goes from San Diego to San Francisco. So you can imagine there are quite a few people on that route. So on Friday night they're shutting it down for some construction and they're reopening it Sunday night. So they have literally said to people in West Los Angeles, which is where I am, on Friday afternoon, please just go home and stay home. Do not yeah. leave your homes. Do not attempt. I mean, the surface streets are going to be so full of people finding alternate routes around the 405. Anyway, so I am not one who's normally factoring in traffic to my plans for a good time. If I want to go somewhere, I'm going to go somewhere. But this week, I did decide to go home from Oregon a couple of days early just so I get back into my neighborhood before before Carmageddon kicks in. Yeah, that this is this is a crisis. I mean, it's just. I mean, I, 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 Sheila. Somehow, I don't think it's going to impact your <laughs> routine. Oh, is that right? Or no? Where is Ann Taylor's store? Maybe right next to the Pete's. Right. Oh, next- okay. So you don't have to get get on the four hundred five. No, to I go the no. boat neck t shirts or no. your coffee. Okay, three minutes. Three minutes each way, Jewel. That's my plan. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Well, maybe but maybe by the time we record again next weekend, I'll have some sort of Carmageddon update. But believe me, no matter where you live in America, you're going to see this on the national news next weekend because the amount of anxiety gripping the second largest city in America. It is it is fear-based. I mean, people are going nuts. They're starting to hoard cat food, no doubt. And dog food. 
That's where I think that's what happened to you. Anyway, so, okay. Speaking of moving vehicles, one last thing I want to say about moving vehicles. I I did watch the the liftoff for the shuttle Atlantis the other morning. It's always incredibly dramatic, but I got very choked up watching this one, just knowing it's the last one and thinking about what the space program, all the milestones in our lives as kids, because we grew up in the 60s and 70s, just all the moments that we were involved with that involved, like, spacecraft and astronauts. It was really cool to see Atlantis take off. I know. It's, I, I, it's, it will be a different period of time. And so many discoveries, so many inventions, so many things that we take for granted now all come from that space program. Yeah, so yeah, and we're going to miss it. I, for one, would like to see people head for Mars. You know, so just whoever wants. I, I, I don't personally want to go. Uh, I, for one, just want to see a picture of this contraption. <laughs> the cycle The cycle pup. The cycle pup. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it could very well have had some NASA uh, engineers involved in the design okay. right. of the cycle, because they're probably looking for work now, those people. Uh, anyway, so, okay, sisters, this was fun. Sounds like Happy, happy early birthday, Julie. Thank you very much, Sheila. That, I, I appreciate your birthday wishes. And Liz, once again, your card is just outstanding. You, you. You're good for several years now, Liz. So. <laughs> I'm sure so, I've, yes. never been, I've never been the first in on anything like that. So Yes, so this is, yeah, this is a record, Liz. You take a lap. Take a victory lap. You did a great job. So, so um, we'll post a few photos on the Satellite Sisters blog. Remember, we have the newly expanded, dramatically expanded... Satellite Sisters New to You show library. 200 shows there that you can listen to anytime. You can download. They're also at iTunes. It's really been a lot of fun to listen to some of the things we haven't heard in a while. So go check that out. Well, there's just, there's a lot going on. And don't forget about Leanne's podcast. It's called Chaos Chronicles. And you can get that at chaoschronicles.com. There are some laugh out loud shows in her archive too. So, It's our goal to keep you entertained all summer, and uh, we hope we're doing a good job. So, all right. Thanks, sisters. This was fun. Great to talk to you all. Great to And don't forget, call your satellites.